0: Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. I'm recording now. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good day. How are you?
1: You want to stop that? No, let's keep <laughs> okay. going.
0: I wasn't. I didn't tell him I started recording, and we were having a little. All joke. right. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Michelle. We're back with Pastors Confidential. Yes, we
1: are.
0: I can always cut that part out if okay. I want to. Anyways, it's Pentecost. It is. Yeah, we had a great service today. We did. I even wore red, even though I, I said saw, it was yes, cringy. I yes, did it. Yes, even so though you mocked people mercilessly last week. I know. I realized that was week. horrible. I didn't mock people I mercilessly, know, but I just thought that was bad. So I wore red. Um, and our son had his yeah. first communi- communion.
1: I know, it's wonderful. And it's, you know, for me, it's one of those kind of bittersweet moments as a pastor because it's wonderful as, as a pastor, but I wanted to be down there with all of you.
0: You're you never know? with all of us.
1: I know, and I thought about doing it this uh, this year, but I couldn't, you know, like between the mask and the gloves, there was no way I could get all that stuff off no. and get down there in time. You were
0: so. having quite a problem with your glasses and your yeah, mask.
1: I am so ready for this masking to be over I with. I don't know oh, when it's going to be gracious. over with, though. Yeah.
0: So just in case you're wondering about coming or not coming, that a lot of the parishioners are not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. In fact, the great majority. But the pastors, when they do the communion, communion anybody who's masks. handling yeah. it is wearing masks and gloves. So that's why he was trying to do all this stuff with mask, glove, and glasses, which mm-hmm. makes it extra hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So but we'll figure it out. Yeah, so, we'll yeah. figure it out. But it was great, though. It was wonderful to see, uh, to see all the students come forward for First Communion, mm-hmm. you know, if, of course my favorite student involved was my own son yeah johnny so it was wonderful to see him
0: and you made the point how crazy their instruction has been yeah. so they began first communion instruction before the pandemic yeah. so they had like one of their four classes right and then after that they had to call it off right and then we rescheduled it was supposed to happen in march the whole first communion thing and then we rescheduled it and you guys met for another teaching like last week on wednesday Yeah. and they were just going to rush through to get, get all three yeah. of the teachings done in one time and there was like a hailstorm slash hurricane warning.
1: Well, tornado. I mean, yeah, tornado. tornado. tornado warning. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody's phone started blowing up. They said, hey, you know, let's get out of here. So they had to leave. Uh, so was these was poor crazy, children. Man. Yeah, so I was, I was just very grateful that they actually were able to take communion. Yes. Uh, given all the adversity they had to go through.
0: Yeah, so. and I told Johnny, when I was not getting my first communion, but taking my first confirmation, or my confirmation, we had an interim pastor. He was kind of a character, and anyways, he sat us down in the dark, to theater in our church, and he sat us down in a dark room, he made us listen to this audio recording of something called "The Devil Stole My Confirmation." Oh wow! It was very dramatic.
1: But you remember it?
0: I do. It was all about how I guess the devil can snatch away your. I have no idea what the point was, mm-hmm. but I told Johnny the devil is trying to take away his first communion. There you
1: go. But it didn't happen. But he did. No, you know, it turned prevailed. out. It turned out to be a wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, on a personal note, uh, this is the day 24 years ago when uh, I was confirmed.
0: No, when you were ordained.
1: No, confirmed. No, confirmed. confirmed yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Pentecost 1996. Oh, and you were my we sponsor. We should have mentioned that. Yeah, you I were will my tell sponsor that. that day. Okay.
0: So, That's awesome. Yeah. So this is a big day. Okay. Well, we're in the series on the Holy Spirit, which mm-hmm. we started last week talking about Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Um and then now we're talking about love. Mm-hmm. And
1: the reason we're talking about that is because of the fruit of the Spirit. Right. There are love, are nine... joy, peace, patience, and so on.
0: Good. There are nine fruits of the Spirit. We're starting with love. And I got to tell you, it's a little hard mm. the way the world is today.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a crazy world. My goodness.
0: Yes. Um, just to point a little joke at it first, there's this funny meme that's going around with this lady steps out of her house and she just she looks all bewildered and she's looking around and that says... What chapter of Revelation are we going to have today or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. And basically, that's not to be, to be serious now. That's, it's very strange, the world that we live in. Um, we're in the middle of these race riots. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Or not riots. Would no, you call no, them they're riots? They're protests. Riots. Well, they started as protests. Okay. But,
1: you know, once you start breaking buildings and setting things on fire, oh that's goodness. a riot. Yeah. yeah.
0: And my hometown, Minneapolis, is like the central point so it's hard to come on and talk about love when the world seems to be a hateful place.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is a very crazy time. 2020, my goodness yeah, gracious. Yeah, what a year. I mean, just when you think you can't get any nuttier, it does.
0: It does. But probably that's why it's extremely relevant, actually, right? To be mm-hmm. talking about love when... Um, the world isn't showing a lot of love right now, and I think it's important to note that the love we're going to be talking about and the love Jesus talks about is not a feeling, really, yes, and it's right. not an emotion.
1: Yeah, that's the one point I wanted to make. Today. Oh wow, I I've got notes. one point.
0: But... <laughs> okay, go for it. Make that's it. Okay,
1: but uh, yeah, so the one point I wanted to make is that in the Bible, you know, uh, primarily when when the Bible talks about love, it's not about an emotion, and uh-uh. so when we in our modern world you, uh, use the word love. Uh, we use that in many various ways to talk about emotional feeling. Oh, I love pizza. You know, I have mm-hmm. a really strong opinion about pizza. Right. I love my wife. I have a very strong feeling about her. Uh, you know, I'm so in love. That's an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. That's not how the Bible uses the word. Uh, primarily, when, when the Bible uses the word love, it's an action. And so Jesus can command us to love. Well, you can't command right. us to Good think point. or feel a certain way, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but God does command us to love. And he says, and this is love, not uh, uh, and this is love that God first loved us and gave his son. And so we also should love one another. Mm-hmm. That's an act. Right. Uh, so that's the, the primary thing is that uh, this fruit of the spirit, while we hope that it also includes uh, warm and fuzzy feelings.
0: Right. It doesn't always.
1: It's not about the warm fuzzies. It's really about the, the action right. of doing the right thing.
0: Right. Which is beautiful because you don't always have the warm and fuzzy feelings.
1: No. I was thinking about this. And you know, we're what, 10... 10, 11 weeks into shutdown or right. something. You know, and so I think we're all, I mean, I'm sure everybody out there listening to the podcast has their own things of just, uh, yeah, I'm kind of ready to be done with this. Right. You know, it's it's hard to be under one house. And, uh-huh. and, uh And a, a good way of thinking about it, I heard a pastor once say, uh, you know, uh, a, a pastor once was once preaching, and he, he said to his kids, he said, you know, uh, I may not always like you, but I mm-hmm. always love you. Absolutely. And it's that, it's that sense of, it's not primarily about the warm fuzzy feelings no. it's about doing the right thing
0: yeah and that's really just important in in this world because we don't always feel love we don't always want to love no. um, but we're commanded to love and we can do that and that yeah. brings us to where the whole I found it interesting when I was looking things up today um, the very first reference to love in the Bible what do you think it is
1: know? Uh, Deuteron- oh no it's I'm gonna guess it's is it when Isaac sees Rebecca <laughs>
0: No, oh, I thought you almost got it. Oh. No, I was going to say, how did you get that? Okay, because it's very strange. No, it's not your favorite verse when yeah. Isaac sees Rebecca, which tell us what he says.
1: So uh, so then is Isaac... Like his favorite story. I, I, I love it. And so Isaac sees Rebecca coming from afar, and then he takes her into his tent, and uh, what does it say?
0: uh, He says something about it's his... Something really cheesy. Yes, yeah, so yeah. cheesy. This Okay, this is a great point to make about love, because <laughs> Eric is literally the most cheesy romantic in the world, and I'm totally not. Yeah. So you know yeah. funny thing it actually causes like a little bit of conflict right
1: it, yeah yeah it, it totally does right yeah, yeah.
0: and so we can joke about it but this again is love is different than just this isaac cheesy verse that mm-hmm. you love it's something about his heart leapt, or he sees her i don't know what he's right. loved forever right. oh no it's he served for seven years and it fell to him but a day oh that's right isn't it something like yeah, that
1: yeah that's uh that's laban no that's jacob and uh yeah well anyways
0: yeah. okay that's one you love jacob too. and rachel yeah. all right But the point is, actually, the first time love is mentioned in the Bible is in the sacrifice of Isaac. Oh,
1: I did not know that. Yes. Really? So,
0: yes, God tells Abraham, he says, take your son, your firstborn son, your only son, whom you love. Whom you love, yeah. And bring him to the mountain, right? Which is amazing because that foreshadows Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, which is the greatest act of love in all time. So, the first time we get a mention of love in the Bible is. Action based and it's sacrificial.
1: I had no idea.
0: I neither did I. I learned that today. If that's we weren't awesome. podcasting, we would not learn these things. Got it. So awesome. that's the first piece. From the beginning of the Bible, love is mentioned. It is an action mm-hmm. and it's a sacrifice and it's a deed and it's not like anything else. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking on um so I was just taking a walk you know, to think about what to say on our our podcast. Oh, okay. Here. So you did think about it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. What you you, you think I didn't? You well, you said you bad. just, no, you oh, don't have okay. any notes today. Normally
0: <laughs> no, you have notes. Okay.
1: I was like, wow, am I really messing myself up already?
0: I think our true colors are going to come out yeah, on this one. Yeah, <laughs> they probably are. Uh,
1: well, well, I was trying to think about, a, you know, a good analogy is that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and again, it's, you know, love is not primarily the Mormon fuzzies, but it, it's right. the loyalty. It's doing mm, the right yeah. thing. And so in a sense, if you think about a romantic relationship, you know, it's it's not the beginning of the relationship. But it's 45 years into it. Right. And so it's not the mad falling in love and the puppy dogs and your heart goes Twitter pattern. You know, I love that stuff. Which you
0: need, right? right? We need that that. attractive kind of love. Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. that
1: that totally turns your world upside down. Right. But it's not primarily that, it's more like the couple who's been married for 45 Mm. or 50 years. Uh, and you know they they kind of just roll their eyes at each other, <laughs> but they can't imagine living apart. Yes, you know they they become so much a part of each other's lives. Yes, and that's the kind of love that God is, is talking about. It's yeah. this doing the right thing day in and day out, year after year after year after year. Right, and that's kind of the uh, what it's about.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. That works. So
1: well, good because you're stuck with me. So. Yes,
0: I'm definitely stuck with you. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. It starts with that uh, love of uh, that Abraham had for Isaac and the sacrifice he was called to. And then, you know, in the Old Testament, we also get, you know, the the major commands. Love. Mm-hmm. You are to love God. Love the Lord your God, yeah. That's in Deuteronomy, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Mm-hmm. And then later in Leviticus, it also says you are to love your neighbor as yourself. And those are the two commands that Jesus says sum up everything. Mm-hmm. Love of God and love of neighbor. And then he tells us what that means mm-hmm. you know he says and it's what I'm doing right this is how you love it's the way that I'm in when he says I give you a new command right they really weren't new commands they were old commands but the way in which we are to live them out was new in Jesus
1: yeah yeah and, and the example of that is you know on that Maundy Thursday when Jesus says right. I give you a new command what he's doing is washing their feet exactly and so he's so illustrating it's... it you know when I, when I talk about love one another this is what it is uh, because heaven knows it's, it's got nothing to do with emotions. I mean later on in that uh, in that day, you know, he He kind of uh, Not yells, but he kind of talks sternly to the Apostles mm-hmm. You know, he's weeping in the garden and blood is coming down from his face I mean, right. it's, it's not about happy emotions, but it's about doing the right thing
0: Right. And if he would have went with his feelings, he would have ran away from that. Oh, good. Right. Point. Yeah So we can't go with our feelings if we have gone with our feelings We there would be times where we would have run away from everything, right? Yeah, Yeah, especially in this last week. (laughs) But that has more to do with our children than my husband. But anyways. Oh, thank goodness. Yes. So there's just, you know, if you go with your feelings, um, things aren't going to go all that well for you. Yeah. Because our feelings are crazy. They're up and down. We're emotional beings, and we can't really trust those things.
1: No. Oh, goodness, no. And, you know, the the prophet Jeremiah, he talks... uh, he says the heart is the human heart is yeah. deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? Who can understand it? And Not that's, me. That's God's truth. You Amen. know, is that we, we think about oh, just follow your heart and you'll all be right. Well, no, the human yeah. heart is deceitful above everything else. Right. And I think that's that's actually our lived experience. You mm-hmm. know that uh, that our heart can betray us. It can get us into cul-de-sacs that are very very hard to get out of. Yep. Um, it can see offense and scandal where there is none. All these kind of things. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So
0: definitely. So yeah, you brought up John. I think mm-hmm. the two main places in the scripture, at least in the New Testament, where we're going to hear about love is John, both in his gospel and his the, the, letters, the letters, 1, 2, yeah. and 3, all about love. And of course, 1 Corinthians. Yeah. yeah. So we should at least talk about those. Um, John, the stuff I'm getting from there, right now I'm actually leading a study of Kelly Minters called What Love Is. So... I'm probably plagiarizing from her here at points, I'm not sure, but anyways. Um, but first we should go through the First Corinthians, yeah. what love is, um, because again, it's very different than what the world says love is. And we're seeing that, you know, we're seeing that. Um, so what, is, what does First Corinthians say love is off the top of your head?
1: Yeah. Uh... Love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is kind. It is not envious. It does not boast. Uh, it does not insist on its own way, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Mm-hmm. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. Love never ends.
0: Very good. <laughs> what I love about my new translation is, well, first of all, you forgot it is not rude, which is my favorite one to say to people oh, is in this that in family. there? Love is oh, not rude. I say it. to the kids all the time when they're being rude. Um and then mine, you, I think you mentioned, I don't know if you said it, but one, most translations say easily angered, mm-hmm. but mine says irritable. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> love is not irritable. And you're giving me the stink eye about well, that. Well, huh? no, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm
0: more irritable probably.
1: Well, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, Paul shows us what love looks mm-hmm. like. And he says, this is what true love is yeah um and it's it just keeps going you know the reason i know this passage is because i it's a very common wedding passage
0: yes i know yes he does know most of scripture by heart no just kidding but he's very good memory but this one he the the reason he could rattle that off is because yes he probably reads it many many times a year at weddings yeah
1: and and and, uh my my typical wedding homily you know at some point I'll, i'll end and i'll say you know the two of you came up here um, basically, basically the two of you came up here This is a day of love But when you walk out that door Those are the first days yep. of the rest of your life together And keep on walking mm-hmm. like, No matter what happens Just keep on walking with each other Because that's kind of what Paul's getting to yeah. That it doesn't it doesn't, uh, it doesn't uh, keep an account of wrong it That's
0: a big one I think yeah. I, I struggle with that one That would be mine. one It keeps um, no record of wrongs I have no comments <laughs> You definitely do Because you always say that I do Yes, I keep a record of wrongs mm-hmm. So I'm disobeying And that is sin and that is, that gets me into trouble.
1: Yeah. yeah? Well, it gets us all in the trouble. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, when we don't follow, I mean, these are beautiful sentiments. It's hard to follow them. Um, however, when we do, we're blessed.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. When we do, we're blessed. And it, it's a real challenge. Yeah. It's a beautiful passage, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous passage. It's highly appropriate for, for weddings. Yeah. Um, but really, I'm, you know, whenever I, I preach it, I'm really not preaching so much to the couple ahead of me, but I'm preaching to all the couples sitting yeah. out there in the pews. Yeah, and you usually say something like that. For 25, 30 years, you know. Exactly. Because they've been through it. And, and the couple up there like.
0: isn't even hardly listening, right? They're so excited. Oh, and Well, they're terrified. Most <laughs> they're terrified yeah. of you, yes. Um, no, but you know, the way that passage ends, and you usually draw this in your sermon, um, you know, faith, hope, and love, these three abide. remain or yeah. abide. But the greatest of these mm-hmm. is love. love. Okay, so why is that? Why is love the greatest of faith, hope, and love?
1: Well, here's my take on it, because faith and hope are limited. And so we have faith in Jesus Christ, uh, faith that he loves us, but then there's a time when our faith becomes sight, when we actually meet Jesus face-to-face, person-to-person, and then our faith becomes reality, uh, and so it, it passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope is also limited, time-limited. Okay. You know, We have hope for something that we don't yet have. As Paul writes, faith is the assurance of things hope for, the conviction of things we don't yet have. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's time-limited. But then there comes a time when our hope is realized. So when we actually get to meet Jesus face to face, when we are in heaven with him, that hope is realized, it's fulfilled and it's set, a, set aside. Uh, but love is not because Jesus commands us to love him and to love our neighbors. And in heaven, okay. we will still love him okay. and love our neighbors. And so it's not limited by time. It goes on and no. on and on and on. Oh,
0: that's that's nice. I like that. Well, Thank you. Very nice. So that's the first Corinthians. The other place that is... Love is talked about greatly is definitely in 1 John. Mm-hmm. And we're told there that we love doesn't come from us. Love comes from God. Yeah. Um, he's the source. And so that helps us to understand that it doesn't come from within us, you know.
1: Yeah, that, that we are capable of, of yeah. loving. But right, the real power for it comes from beyond. Yeah,
0: yeah. that love comes from God. It also says, that, you know, this is how we know what love is, mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ laid down his life. So again, the definition of love is sacrifice. hmm um, and then also that he loved us before we were lovable right oh yeah absolutely um, we love because he first loved, loved us. us
1: yeah and that's I, I tell you that, uh, that that note of sin and grace is what always gets me that you know when you when you start thinking hey I got things all figured out and then you've stumbled into sin once again mm-hmm. and you realize you know I'm, I'm not lovable now mm-hmm. uh, and I wasn't lovable when God first called me mm-hmm. but but he loves me yeah you know and uh, though I don't deserve it though I, I don't even appreciate it the way I should yet he right. loves me, right? And I tell you what that just lifts you up again.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Because he went to the cross and says, "Well, we were yet s- sinners. Christ mm-hmm. died for us, right? So yeah. he died for us. He showed us that great amount of love when we were yet sinners, when yeah. we had not turned to him. So we can always come back to that when you feel you know defeated.
1: And so now this is not in your notes. It's a little bit of a curveball for you here.
0: How do you know? You do, can you read my notes? Well, They're very poorly I, written.
1: I just know all things. Oh, okay, so yeah. go ahead. Uh, no, and so it's, uh we're, you know, 17 minutes into this and mm-hmm. we're like 11 weeks into a shutdown here. Mm-hmm. So what have you learned about love and the family?
0: Hmm. Well, this is interesting. Actually, the fir- during just pandemic, I feel like the family, especially the siblings, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, you know sophie came home again they were all super they had each other you know i felt really happy for them because a lot of these kids maybe only children or only who had one sibling it probably got a little tiresome they had so many people to bounce off of and and things really went so well i just felt it was amazing um and then as the pandemic kind of ended sort of and we moved into this kind of um are things opening? Aren't they opening? Mm-hmm. It's it's supposed to be over sort of, but we're still in this and they still don't have any like outside sports to do or outside outlets and we're still here and summer's upon us. And when that kind of mental shift happened, right. I just, for me, I've been having more of a problem. I'm not sure that they have, but um, I think, you know, like you and I had kind of a rough week. And yeah. yeah. So I just, I don't know if it's a mental thing again or what, but yeah, I would say, so for the most part, amazing. And then. This week, not so much.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
0: I've learned that you persevere, right?
1: Yeah, you persevere, and it takes it's it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard, hard work. Yeah. And I'd say part of perseverance too is um is recognizing that when your own love tank is empty. Mm -hmm. Uh, And boy, that's something I had to learn when the kids were really little. You know, I am I didn't know about I did not know this about myself until I had kids. But I'm very much an introvert, which uh, doesn't mean I'm socially awkward. It just means that I like to be by myself. Oh, you're socially awkward. Oh, thank you. I appreciate (laughs) that. I'm just
0: kidding. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, Yes, you like to be. Yes, I like to be by myself. Your tank gets...
1: And so when Mm -hmm. my... That's how my tank gets empty. Mm -hmm. And... and, uh, and, you know, taking care of the kids when they were young, like when the, when the tank went ran empty, it was just empty. Yeah, and there was just simply <laughs> nothing left to give, and that was that was brutal. You know, it was not fun.
0: I can remember that. Yeah, yeah. those were
1: not good times, mm-hmm. man. It was a it was a stretching time when yeah. God would uh, convict me of the same sin again and again. Mm-hmm. But the reason I bring it up is because I have learned that you know you've got to pay attention to yourself in these seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have to pay attention to ourselves in these seasons, and when we feel that tank running dry, uh, running empty. Um, you know, you've, you've got to take care of yourself. And so if that means yeah, getting away from the, uh, from the family for a while, going on a walk, yes. just We've shutting done yourself a lot of that. in a room mm-hmm. and vegging out to some thing on Netflix and just getting, getting away so that you have time to get filled up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's so crucially important because we're, you know, we're in this thing for the long haul. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, Oh, this family. Well, with the, well, yes, I apparently. thought you meant this. this I, well, uh... I meant the pandemic. I know oh, the p- oh, okay. of, yeah. Yes, of
0: course we're, okay. I didn't know we're what you are talking so about.
1: There's all kinds of rumors with this one. No,
0: yeah. no, no. You said we're in this, yes, we are in this thing for the long yeah. haul. But you mean we're in the pandemic for the long haul? Yeah, we're haul? in what the do you pandemic for the
1: long haul. We don't know how long it's going to last. Oh, okay. We don't know how long summer lasts and... I think one of my frustrations was I thought okay once things start to open up then we'll have crossed the finish line. Yeah. And it's like you exactly. cross the finish line and there's another four laps to take. Right.
0: I think you that know. is exactly the feeling that most people have at this point. And then when the world erupt or our country, I'm sorry, erupted in oh, gosh, into yeah. this kind of violent hatred and stuff, it's just it's depressing. It's very depressing, you know. And so I'm, whenever we're depressed or feeling low, I think it's always great to go back to what the word says, go back to what God says. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that, you know, love is an action. So even when we're not feeling it, even when we're feeling like doing anything, but, um, we need to, well, we need to obey. And to be honest with you, that's God. That's God tells us the further passages. in John says, loving God is obeying him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, God's uh, the God's love language is obedience. Yes, right. This is love that you obey my commandments. Yes, yeah,
0: for this is what love for God is—to keep His commands. Right. It says, and so we can come back to that and just know that it's not about yeah how we're feeling at the moment or the state of the world, mm-hmm. but it's about what we can do to
1: Doing the change right our
0: own small piece of you know the future or exactly. our families or whatever.
1: And so, in a uh, so to kind of bring it down to a real practical nuts and bolts type application. Uh, So in a family context, what that might mean is, um, so for example, one thing I learned about my kids is that, you know, my my kids are only here for a little, limited time, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes it seems like they're going to be here forever, (laughs) but they're only here for a limited time. And so when they, you know, when they're there and they're talking to me, like I need to close the book, Mm -hmm. I need to put down the phone, I need to look at them and actually pay attention to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Seems like a very simple thing, right? But sometimes just that act, it's sometimes it is an act of will to put down the thing I'm doing disengage with that so I can engage with Mm -hmm. the kids and listen to whatever might be on their heart and mind
0: right which Um, lately I think that actually that's a great point and I think that's what's been getting us lately there's been so much lately on their mm -hmm. hearts and minds yeah because yeah. they're very in, in tune with everything that's going on in the world, too. And they are we got four teenagers, and they all want to talk about it. And so that's why I think it just gets overwhelming sometimes. It does. Yeah. It
1: really does. Because, you know, you've only got so much uh, emotional energy to take yeah. care of it, and it gets it strained. Gets it
0: gets overwhelming, yeah. But
1: that's just a real-life example of love, is that, you know, you find those things that the people that God has given you to spend life with... Mm-hmm. Uh, what feeds them, what builds them up. And then you commit to doing those things even when you don't feel like it. Yeah, Especially, exactly. when, you don't feel Especially like when you don't feel like it. Especially when you don't feel like it. I mean, that's, you know, that's when you take up that cross and take another step.
0: Yeah. And I want to um, close with this quote from Dallas Willard that I think applies to all of what we're talking about. And it says, one of the lies about the spiritual life is that it is hard. No, no, it is not hard. It's the easy way. What's hard is the other way. And that is what you see when you look at the world. Ooh, that's good yeah and I think I thought about what when I look at the world today, especially my hometown of Minneapolis yeah. and I see the destruction and the hatred and everything um that's the hard way mm-hmm. if people would choose to love that would be the easy way mm-hmm. in this situation it's it's hard yes to love people that are different from us and whatnot but look at what they're dealing with now that's yeah. hard
1: yeah yeah that's uh it's much it's much better to deal with uh, with people you do di- you disagree with even if they're protesting a loud volume but then you know once the fire starts, mm-hmm. it's a whole yeah. you know, man it's a whole Pandora's box right
0: yeah there. amen yeah. so we pray for everyone we pray for you listening and we pray for all our cities and places in this nation that are suffering right now um, we just hope that uh, this has given you a little bit of hope mm-hmm. I know we're ending on kind of a down note but um, the love of God is really what makes the world go round and it's the source of all love. And if we can plug into that and remain abiding in the word and truly understanding that it's his love, um, that will change the world, then I think we'd be pretty well off.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and I'd say, uh, and remember that you, you can always plug into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, God has given us the great privilege of calling upon him in prayer. Mm-hmm. And so when you feel, When you feel like you don't have it in you, when Mm -hmm. you feel like you can't possibly do what you're called to do, take a few moments, turn to God, ask him for the grace, Mm -hmm. and he will provide. He will. Ask the Holy Spirit
0: to come and dwell inside Mm -hmm. you with his love. And next week, we're going to switch to what will be next week? Joy. Joy. So that might be a happier discussion. Um, That's my middle name, by the way. And Mm. um, yeah, so we'll talk about joy next week. And I'm hoping that we can find some joy in this world this week so look around i think we can find it
1: and you know what maybe we could sing christmas carol duets next week let's don't do that i think we should no oh.
0: have a good week
1: bye